This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. Allow me to spend some time with you discussing pets, pet care, and everything in between. Today's Pet Sounds is why do we go to the vet? When I was growing up, going to the vet was relegated to my dad. For some reason, it was like taking out the garbage. No one wanted to do it, but it had to be done. It was a chore. The ride there was no picnic. An excited, drooling dog, panting and barking, was something my siblings and I aimed to avoid. My poor dad. As a matter of fact, a study was done years ago that showed that the number one reason people didn't go to the vet was because transporting their animal was so awful. But going to the vet can't be avoided when your pet is not feeling well. I thought it may be of interest to my listeners to go over the top 10 reasons pets are brought to the vet other than annual exams. I'm blending my own experience as a vet in Bucksport for 26 years and national statistics. Checking lumps and bumps was very common. Many were warts, cysts, inflamed follicles, or zits, or benign fatty tumors called lipomas. Some lumps were dangerous growths that needed quick attention. Skin problems were very common. The majority of skin issues I saw was in the summer and fall. Hot spots, flea allergic dermatitis, infections, and wounds like cat abscesses topped the list. Ear problems usually went hand-in-hand with skin problems. I mostly saw bacteria or fungal infections, ear mites, allergic ears, excessive hair or wax, and an occasional oral hematoma, which are fluid-filled ear flaps. Vomiting and diarrhea was extremely common, especially during the holidays. Office visits for urinary tract infections used to spike in our cat population, especially after a significant change in weather. When the weather turned very cold or stormy, I would see four or five cases the following week. Eye problems ran the gamut from simple conjunctivitis, scratched corneas, to the more serious glaucoma. Allergies were mixed in all these other problems. Allergies can reveal themselves as ear problems, diarrhea, skin issues, red eyes, vomiting, and anal gland issues. Foreign body obstruction was on the national statistic list. I wouldn't say it was a top 10 problem in Bucksport. I did see a lot of cases where the pet ate something that it shouldn't have, ranging from rocks to tampons, but that rarely led to obstruction. Sadly, cancer was a common reason for coming in to see me. Cancer came in many forms, ranging from the obvious ugly growth on the skin to the more subtle signs like gradual weight loss, loss of appetite, or behavior change. Last but not least, pain was a very common reason to bring a pet to my hospital. A hiding cat that was grooming excessively or a dog that was limping or not moving usually prompted a phone call to my office. Injury and arthritis were the two most common causes of pain. I could almost predict the kinds of problems I would see for the week depending on the time of year and the weather. I want to emphasize to use your veterinarian as your source of information and guidance when a problem arises. Don't play vet with Dr. Google by your side. You'll do your pet a disservice. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds on WERU. Thank you for listening. Remember, enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug.